0: Two points of Articulation, episode 111. I'm your host Justin Chang and with me is Phil Theobald. How's it, oh my god how's it going Justin? Sounds like you're a little under the weather.
1: I am not over the weather certainly. Uh, I was not on player one podcast this past week because I was sick in bed like the entire day and I could barely move much less Talk and do my little stupid shtick that I do on the podcasts. And, uh, right now I'm, I'm feeling better, but my voice is just kind of destroyed. So I'm going to sound low and sexy tonight. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the smooth sounds of points of articulation.
0: Um, Phil, I don't know if you n- realize, but, uh, San Diego Comic-Con has kind of begun. It's like, like right now, as we are recording, right? Yep.
1: We we are recording. It is, uh, July 8th. It is, uh, knocking on 9 PM, uh, Pacific time. And, uh, yeah, like what, what are the, like, is, is the floor of the show open or are people
0: It's, a couple- uh, it's preview night. So okay. people with the preview night badges get to explore and take pictures and everything.
1: Uh, okay. So they, like the booths and stuff are all already set up and
0: mm-hmm. people
1: can see what's out on display. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. None of the, you know, crazy secret stuff that they're going to announce at panels or whatever. Are, right. Uh, obviously. But all the other stuff is ready to go. But before we talk about San Diego Comic-Con... Uh-huh. Uh, we should talk about Transformers Adventure. Uh, I'm not even gonna attempt making the
1: Transformer noise this week. Yeah. Not with this throat. Uh,
0: Transformers Adventure is the Japanese line for, uh, Transformers Robots in Disguise, the current yes. show. Uh, and some new toys, uh, you know, they're coming out in October and November. So let's talk about a couple of these. Yeah, the uh, names of them
1: kind of came out a couple of days ago, but now we are seeing pictures of them. Mm-hmm. So,
0: what do we got? Let's start off with uh, a big one uh, Transformers Adventure TAV 30, uh, mm-hmm. Battle Grimlock. Yeah, what am I looking at here? Is that the final paint scheme? Uh, probably not. I imagine there would be a little I, more detail.
1: I would hope not. I mean, it's just the picture they show is just uh, the Grimlock toy, but just solid green. Yeah. I don't think that's uh, the
0: final thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's uh, it's a retool. of The Fall of Cybertron Voyager Grimlock. Yeah. Uh, but to be in Robots in the Skies uh, Grimlock style. Yeah. That's kind of crazy.
1: It works really well. It actually does. Are you, uh I, I'm kind of thinking of getting it. Uh, yeah, I'm very tempted. Yeah. I should just throw in an order at Big Bad. Yeah, yeah. Just to have it there. Exactly. Considering I do have, like, all the deluxe class robots in disguise figures so far, it almost kind of makes sense to get him just to have, like, the more in-scale,
0: bigger dude. hmm Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of deluxe class robots in disguise, uh, mm-hmm. the other thing I want to talk about is this set of uh, Drift Origin and yeah. Jazz Battle Mode. Yeah, so it's the robots
1: in disguise deluxe figures, um, Drift and Jazz. They are both out in stores, but now we have new paint schemes. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Jazz figure, is he just more G1-centric? Uh I guess. I'm not really sure. Because, I mean, the the current Robots in Disguise Jazz is, you know, pretty heavily homaging G1 mm-hmm. Jazz anyway. So this one's like, I, I see Jazz and I'm like, oh, you know, it looks cool. It looks good. But it, it doesn't look substantially different from what is out in retail right now. Well, Chaz is not the reason to get this set. Yeah, the reason to get that set is that Drift figure. Drift is orange in Robots in Disguise, which is a holdover from the Age of Extinction movie where he was originally going to be orange in that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, he's he's orange in Robots in Disguise. He also has a very uh, samurai-esque head. And uh, now he is done up in IDW drift colors. Yep. The white with red highlights, and he has a, a new head sculpt. And it looks great. It really does. And I have this on pre-order. I'll tell you what, because um, you haven't played with that toy, have you? No, I haven't. Um, it's, it's a fun toy. I don't know if I've talked about it on the show or not. Uh, probably. Yeah, I probably have, but it's it's a fun little figure. You know, I I actually have enjoyed all the uh, Robots in Disguise deluxes. They're fairly simplistic, but they're all fun to transform. And, you know, what's funny is, um, if I remember correctly, like, uh, Drift and Bumblebee have the exact same transformation scheme, only backwards. Hmm. So, like trying to remember if it's i think on drift like his legs become the back of the car and the arms become the front of the car and it kind of ends up you know sort of folding in on itself like that Mm -hmm. um bumblebee transforms the exact same way except his feet flip forward and become the front of the car and the arms go back and form the back of the car or something like that so it's really really weird because i you know, you transform both of them and it's like, I feel like I'm doing the exact same thing, but with just this one step that makes them go backwards. Hmm. So, but it's cute. It's, uh, it's kind of cool. Yeah. I kind of want that drift.
0: Yeah. I already bought jazz though. Oh, this could be your robots in disguise. Monka (laughs) spanker.
1: It's always the excuse. Always the excuse for buying another jazz. Yep. Is to get that monka Spanker figure <laughs>
0: <laughs> way to go monka way, <laughs> way to go, to go. <laughs> uh there's some other stuff uh but we got a lot to get through so yeah,
1: but uh those are the the big ones, like they're uh re releasing the uh scout class frenzy and rumble mm-hmm. uh with a turn into the tanks, so that's kinda cool if people miss those um the this black shadow yes is that is there anything significantly different about that it,
0: it looks the same yeah yeah
1: so um yeah i don't know yeah those are the the important ones though mhm
0: so um phil you like game of thrones i do i like uh murder and boobs yeah well that show has plenty of both yes um and you like lego i do I what do. if I told you McFarlane was trying to do Lego Game of Thrones? <laughs> okay. Yeah, so you know how they do those Walking Dead construction sets? Right. Yeah, they're doing Game of Thrones ones now. The, uh, the Walking Dead construction
1: sets that might as well not be construction sets. Exactly. They just look like little dioramas that. They sort of added some studs to as an afterthought. Mm-hmm. So now they're doing it with Game of Thrones. Yes. Well, I'll say this. The little uh, diorama that they show set up here of the uh, the throne room with the, uh, the Iron Throne with uh, little Joffrey there and Tyrion coming up to him and stuff like that and all the guards and stuff. It looks really cool. Sure. It looks really neat. I have no idea why they bother doing the construction thing, because not even like any studs are really visible. Because mm-hmm. the floor is all covered in flat tiles. So
0: I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 neat. Well, it's a cheap way to get your Game of Thrones characters if you that's true want some toys. That's true. Maybe, uh, maybe I can get a
1: little Tyrion Lannister, a little semi-realistic looking Tyrion Lannister to hang out with, uh, Emmett and hot dog guy and
0: all my other Lego characters. No, oh, all kinds of photo opportunities await. Yes. Um, let's talk about real Lego now. Okay. Um, Wall Street Journal showed off. Uh new Lego set for Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Ah, yes. And they shut off the Batmobile and the new Batman minifig. Yep. That Batmobile kind of is not what I'm into. <laughs> no, I'm not a fan either. I, uh,
1: you know, it has those, those new minifigure guns. The ones that have the actual like little firing pin on them mm-hmm i I don't like those me neither i do i mean i I get them as you know as far as like play value and you know kids I'm sure they focus tested and the kids love them but uh yeah, I'm not a fan of them, and having two of them mounted like right on the front of the batmobile just looks ridiculous.
0: Not that the rest of the Batmobile doesn't look kind of ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I do wish they did uh, Arkham Knight uh, Batmobile. I really like the look of that Batmobile, actually. Yeah. Uh, After having played through the game. Yes. Um, But, yeah, Batman v. Superman. There's a lot of toys shown off at Comic-Con. Mattel has some toys coming out. And, uh, of course, DC collectibles. Um, You know... I'm going to see this movie. I'm not super excited about it. Yeah, same here. And uh, the toys are not really doing it for me.
1: No, no. The, the bat symbol, like the really big kind of Frank Miller looking bat symbol looks kind of goofy, shrunk down onto a minifigure. Mm-hmm. So I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're going to have that kind of bat symbol, you need a big beefy batman and exactly minifigure bodies are not big and beefy
1: <laughs> if they
0: could find a way to
1: invert the minifigure body so that uh, the waist was skinnier and it goes out to broad shoulders yeah that would work
0: <laughs> get on it customizers Um uh, speaking of lego announced uh recently is a new ninjago set Hmm. The Temple of Air Jutsu. Oh, the Eastern Air Temple. It is a huge set. Yeah. Uh, It's 2,028 pieces. Jeez, how much is this thing going to be? $199.99 US.
1: I I was guessing somewhere in the 200 range. Yeah. It's a really
0: impressive set, though. It,
1: It looks beautiful. And... This is coming from a guy who's like not at all into Ninjago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's just a beautiful looking like Chinese castle kind of thing. It looks really, really cool. I guess that's a Japanese castle, huh?
0: Uh, yeah, it's more Japanese. Yeah,
1: more Japanese inspired. I mean, they're ninja, so that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I guess that does make sense. But yeah, you have like the huge kind of tower. Uh there and then it looks like there's a little uh like a little food market off to the side. Looks like a a little house off to the other side. You got a uh fancy looking bridge and stuff. Yeah, and I really like the assortment of minifigures. Um, yeah, well what did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and then uh a thirteenth minifigure that acts as a statue. So, you know, I think that's right. But, yeah, you're getting like a dozen uh, plus minifigures in here.
0: Yeah, and you get, you know, a, post office, a postman and all kinds of yeah crazy stuff. Yeah, you get a, a fisherman and you get a cart
1: with a fireworks cannon on it and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just a really impressive set. It really is. And I'm looking at it and... It looks like uh, the stickers are minimal. Yeah. You know? So, geez, I don't know. I don't want to spend 200 bucks on a Ninjago set, but this is its a nice-looking <laughs> set. This is very tempting for me. I mean, it, it would just be cool to, you know, because I have, you know, a bunch of ninja minifigures just to have them kind of chilling out there or... Like, this would be a fun setting to put some turtle minifigures in. Or, you know, your Avatar ones, like you mentioned earlier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, my little Ong. I believe it's pronounced Ong. <laughs>
0: that's that's what I heard. I saw the movie, and yeah. they said
1: Ong in it, yeah. Yeah, I have uh, I have my little Aang and Katara minifigures. They would look certainly at home in this set. Hot dog guy. Of course. Of
0: course. Uh, Tyrion Lannister.
1: Yeah, my kind of realistic looking Tyrion Lannister, and uh, my Master Chief. Yeah, from the the Mega Bloks line. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, uh, that's a cool set.
0: I I actually kind of really want this. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a beautiful looking set. Uh, it'll be available in September. Okay. Which is actually perfect timing, since my birthday's in September. Oh, oh. nice excuse. Exactly. Um, final bit of Lego news. Mm-hmm. Um, as we said, San Diego ComCon going on. They had a big Lego Dimensions thing. Yep. And uh, they talked about Doctor Who. Um, jeez.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Don't even. Ugh. remind me of this that well they they're talking about the the dimensions game mm-hmm. the lego dimensions game they put out a new trailer that focuses on the doctor who set and every like new piece of information or every new trailer that comes out for that that friggin game it's just like someone beating me over the head and saying look phil We made this game for you. You got to give us all the money for it. You got to buy everything for this. And it's, it's, ah, I don't know, man. It wears on you, you know, (laughs) you're getting too much of what you want. And there's like, there's a point where it becomes kind of like abuse, you know, it's like, come on, stop it. Stop it. Oh, there's look, here's the doctor hanging out with Doc Brown and ah, come on, really? And oh, look now doctor who is is getting all pissy with batman and oh man come on and now homer's bouncing around in portals for some reason and the tardis is flying by and it's just like what what what, what is what is this how is this possible it's ridiculous
0: it makes me so happy though yeah Uh, I'm real excited about this Doctor Who stuff. And you can play as all the Doctors. Yeah. I'm reading this blurb now. Uh, Anytime you're defeated, you regenerate into the next Doctor. No.
1: Seriously? Yep.
0: It says, oh, quote, when the 12th Doctor is defeated in the level, he returns as the first Doctor and then regenerates back up to the 12th Doctor that's, again.
1: That's almost better than just being able to choose which one you want.
0: The interior of the TARDIS will reflect the corresponding Doctor the player embodies.
1: I saw that.
0: Or can I, be manually selected. There's, like, if you if you are the first Doctor, the TARDIS
1: interior is all black and white, and it looks more like a stage.
0: Just because that's how the original TARDIS looked back in the sixties. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. What else does it say? There's even a jukebox inside where players can choose among different versions of the Doctor Who theme music. Oh,
1: and Jesus Christ! <laughs> you know, if you, cause I've been a fan of Doctor Who for for quite some time. You know, back before the reboot. I, I Yeah, started...
0: you, were, you were a 10th Doctor fan like way before anyone else was. Oh, yeah. No, I, I started watching, <laughs> I started watching Doctor Who, uh,
1: back when the 7th Doctor was, was on the show, which was the, the last Doctor of the original run. Mm-hmm. Uh, before Fox did the reboot movie with the 8th Doctor. Oh, man, that movie was something else. It was something else. And, um, you know, this was back in like ninety two, ninety three. And, you know, so I watched a lot of the Seventh Doctor and then I went back and watched a ton of the, the Fourth Doctor, the yeah. Tom Baker stuff. Yeah, I watched a lot of fourth Doctor stuff. Yeah. And I wa you know, would would go back and watch some of like, you know you know, the first three and then some of the other ones, but uh like Tom Baker was the easily the best of the old doctors and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. You know, I've been watching it a long time, but you know, when I started watching it, it was, you know, nobody knew about it. It was like, you know, super obscure, like one or two big nerds at the school knew about it. And it was kind of like, yeah, did you see Dr. Who? Yeah. <laughs> we're nobody else understands our, our cool British sci-fi show that has these cheesy special effects, but it's, it's really, a cool show and you know, it was like the only place you could see it was on the like local PBS station. Mm-hmm. And it was on like Sunday nights at 11 PM. So you're staying up late just to watch Dr. Who and yeah. you're all ex- exhausted on Monday. <laughs> I have a ton of uh, VHSs where I just set recordings for those. Nice. And, um, and if you were at, at and you know, there was no, merchandise available i mean if you wanted like i i got a t-shirt that it's just like a plain white t-shirt with the uh the seventh doctor's logo on it and you know it's just, it was bought from the back of some like you know shady company and that advertised with a little tiny ad in the back of some sci-fi magazine or something like that you know and if you, if you were to tell me, Hey Phil, you know what? In like 20 years, you're going to be able to go to the mall and there will be a store at the mall that's like 30% Doctor Who merchandise and you'll be able to buy toy Daleks and stuffed TARDISes. And there's going to be a video game where you get to play as a Lego version of the doctor and it's going to have like hope oh, the simpsons in it and back to the future and all this crap. You know, I you know, I would have been I I would have been laughing for days at the how ridiculous that would be. And yet here we are. Mm-hmm. Is this is this real life? <laughs>
0: Maybe. Oh my goodness. Is such a thing even possible? Yes it is. Oh my goodness. Um Yeah, and uh, they also announced the uh, LEGO Dimensions Doctor Who Cyberman Fun Pack. Yeah. Which includes a Cyberman uh, minifig and a buildable Dalek. Uh, Have those gone up on Amazon yet? Uh, Probably.
1: I don't know. That Um, Cyberman minifigure looks amazing.
0: Yes. And I love the studs as the little spheres for the Dalek. Yes, it's perfect. Oh, I'm so excited. So excited. They know what they're doing. A lot of fan yeah. service in LEGO Dimensions. Yeah, like a ton of fan
1: service. I, I like the implication during the trailer that uh, the Doctor and Wild Style kind of know each other. <laughs> so it's kind of funny.
0: Speaking of video games. Oh, uh-huh. you uh, brought this to my attention. Yeah,
1: this was, this was another, uh, out of, uh, Comic Con. Another, another blast out of Comic Con. Uh, the good folks at NECA have a, uh, new, uh, video game appearance figure that they have announced and they have officially run out of ideas. Yes, they have. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, they, they, have the rights to make figures of, of so many different characters and they've been kind of scraping the sides of the barrel with, you know, well, let's make a rocky one from that Master System game that nobody played. And, you know, it doesn't even really look like a video game character or it's just sort of, we, you know, we gave it kind of a cell shaded appearance, but you know, it's close enough. You know, they've, they've gone well past the. The brightly colored Jason Voorhees that made perfect sense. Uh, but now we are getting a figure based on an Atari 2600 game. Uh, the very rare Atari 2600 version of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And we are getting a leather face figure. And this is just NECA's Leatherface figure painted solid green.
0: Yeah, it's
1: <laughs> real bad. Yeah, because, I mean, it was the Atari 2600. And if you've not played the Atari 2600, Six Hundred, we're talking giant sprites, usually single-colored sprites. If you're lucky, you have a, a two-colored sprite. Uh, I believe this is accurate in that uh, the video game Leatherface, his entire body... And the the chainsaw sticking out of his body was just pure green. And then his head was kind of a fleshy color to suggest the mask, which they replicate on the figure. And it looks friggin' ridiculous. Yep. It looks ridiculous. And, you know, Leatherface wears that uh, smock all the time. Mm-hmm. And when you color that smock bright green and have it match his arms and everything like that. It looks like he's wearing uh,
0: like a Marge Simpson dress. Yeah, I can see that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, basically, this toy looks like an unpainted prototype. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like
1: someone, they got around to painting the face and the shoes, apparently, but forgot everything else. So. It's just lazy. It is. (laughs) This is a. Chalking this up is another one that I will be passing on. Yeah. I think think the Godzilla one might be my last of the video game appearance purchases. But it was too ridiculous to not talk about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Let's take a little break. Okay. Uh, when we come back, there's more Comic Con stuff.
1: Comic, 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 con. You come and go, you come and go. Buying Legos would be easy if they'd stop making them cool. Stop making them cool, cause Phil's going expletive broke. <laughs> 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 I stopped myself. Good.
0: Don't just sit there. You've got a bunch of monsters to meet. Who are you? What did you do to us? Is he always like this, Wildstar? This is the TARDIS that travels time. I've met you three before, but you haven't met me yet. Can someone explain to me what's going on, please? And we're back. Um... So, Hot Toys, they yes. make nice-looking figures yes, that are do. very expensive. Yes, they are. Now, imagine that you had several of these figures, specifically uh-huh. Star Wars ones. Okay. And you wanted to display them. Okay. How would you go about displaying it?
1: Uh, I'm probably on a, a shelf. Yeah. I would get a nice shelf and have them all kind of standing next to each other, maybe uh, put some in. Maybe some memorable poses from the movie or something like that.
0: Yeah, that would make sense. You know, you got your Han Solo, let's say, or next to your Luke Skywalker. Yeah, like you could have Han kind of crouching down
1: with his blaster out, you know, ready to shoot a stormtrooper and maybe have Luke holding his lightsaber in a dramatic pose or something. Or or if we're talking Tatooine Luke, have him looking out at the twin suns. You know, a very memorable scene. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, apparently, Hot Toys decided. Oh, you know what would be a better way to display your toys? How about What's that? a six scale cockpit diorama from the Millennium Falcon?
1: What?
0: <laughs>
1: that's that's insane. Well, I mean, it's it's amazing, but but it's insane.
0: It's absolute insanity. <laughs>
1: Oh, man, I can't imagine how much that's going to cost. That thing's got to be huge.
0: Yeah. Each one of these figures, right? You figure it's about a foot tall. Yeah. Yeah, and then <laughs> compare the scale to that. Yeah,
1: I mean, you're looking at, like, this is going to, you're going to have to have, like, a, a fairly sizable table set up in your room just to just to hold the diorama. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. That is so crazy. And I mean, not only is it, you know, tall and wide, but it's deep. It looks like it might be like longer, deep wise than, uh, than, than it is, uh, you know, length or height. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Now, you know what would be cool is if you could mount it on a wall. Yeah. Is if like, cause it's, it's just like the, the cockpit. And so I'm assuming the back of it is going to be flat. Uh, You can see the
0: back of it in the uh, second picture.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, it looks like there's, uh... well, they have the the entryway kind of cut out there. Hmm. It'd be nice if you could, like I said, if you could mount it on a wall and then it would just uh, look like. That would make sense. Yeah. And then it would look like the Millennium Falcon kind of crashed into your room maybe they could sell parts just the you know the two little uh, sp- you know spiky parts that stick out of the falcon they could they could make uh, <laughs> recreations of those and then you can have those sticking out too so it looks like the millennium falcon's just bursting through your wall like those lights of like you know thor's hammer and you know hulk's fist this thing is ridiculous it's absolutely it ridiculous it's insane it's it's beautiful don't get me wrong it's
0: beautiful, but holy cow. I want to meet the obsessed fan who gets this. Yeah, well, that obsessed fan is probably going to get this next thing as well. Uh, yeah. hot, hot Toys, not done with the six scale uh, vehicles. <laughs> They're doing a six scale TIE fighter.
1: Oh my God. You could have that hanging from the ceiling in front of your uh, Millennium Falcon. Yeah that yeah perfect oh you need a couple of them you need like three or four to be attacking the falcon right of course jeez it's insane did, did, have they done a uh tie fighter pilot figure uh, i think so okay so presumably he fits inside
0: yeah i mean that's the idea jeez that's nuts man it is nuts.
1: Man, if I had infinite money in space, I would totally be all over
0: this. Yeah, I mean, Hot Toys stuff looks great, but this is a new level of insanity. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what I
1: should do? You know what the ultimate thing to do is you buy that, uh, the Hot Toys. Millennium Falcon cockpit diorama. And you know who you have uh, at the controls fly it? Who's that? Hot Toys, uh, Ed 209. <laughs> there you go. That's the the crossover that the world needs. Mm-hmm. Is Ed 209 tooling around the Star Wars universe, fighting crime, walking downstairs
0: awkwardly. Although he's a droid. They have droids in Star Wars. <laughs> hey, you're right. I wonder if he speaks bocce. Uh, speaking of six-scale toys... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just... <laughs> I'm imagining
1: the scene at the Sandcrawler where Luke's uncle is is buying the droids. And uh, if instead of a uh, little R5-D4, if the first droid uh, Uncle Owen picked was uh, Ed 209, and uh, Ed 209 takes a couple awkward steps forwards and then you know he uh has his little uh malfunction as well but instead of just smoke coming out of his head he fires like 300 rounds into Luke <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> yeah.
0: what would happen just,
1: just 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 like the scene in RoboCop just Luke's body slumped on the sand just bouncing from all the bullets being pumped into it <laughs>
0: Maybe, then, uh, maybe that's what uh, happened to the Jawas. It wasn't Stormtroopers. Uh, Uncle,
1: <laughs> Uncle Owen looking at Luke and declaring the droid to have a, a bad motivator. Ah, uh, this one's got a bad motivator. How about that little blue one? And then uh, the Empire would win. Yeah. Yeah, that's what would happen. There you go. Jedi line <laughs> screeches to a halt. Well, there God. is another. Oh, that's true. That's true. What else have
0: we got? Speaking of six scale toys, uh, yeah. Mondo. Yeah. They do, um, you know, art uh, posters and all kinds of cool oh, right, stuff. Right, right. They're doing that big iron giant. Yes. Um, they're doing uh, six scale Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in a comic book, original comic book style. Nice. And they look real neat. They do look really cool. All wearing the red headbands, mm-hmm. and they have okay. alternate heads with their, uh, um, you know, Leonardo with the blue headband, and Donatello. Oh, the do purple. they really?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay,
0: that's cool. That is pretty
1: awesome, man. I um, since they're doing Ninja Turtle figures, I would hope that Mondo gets around doing a figure of Mondo Gecko. That would be nice. <laughs> would be uh, very fitting. Was Mondo Gecko in the comics though? Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, I the I, my gut says no, but I don't know. I mean, there were so many like little side stories and things like that where they had kind of weird, obscure one-off characters mm-hmm. that that you know maybe there's a chance that he was
0: yeah they had to get um uh, mondo had to get a special license from nickelodeon because you know they're doing playmates has the rights to do the toys oh okay uh but nickelodeon recognized oh this is for collectors obviously yeah so right yeah it's crazy so i don't know i really like these If I had infinite money, I would get them all. Yeah. They uh, they look
1: really nice.
0: Uh, Mondo is also doing uh, a Ramona Flowers vinyl figure from uh, Scott Pilgrim. Beverly Cleary's
1: uh, popular children's book character. Mm -hmm. Yes. uh, Ramona Flowers, age eight. Yep. You know uh ramona flowers and Beeses, yeah <laughs> the scott pilgrim character so all we've seen they just teased us with a shot of her her uh like the top of her head
0: yeah brian Leomelli on twitter uh the creator yes. of scott pilgrim tweeted yes. out uh just the top it's a prototype and um mondo is actually having their own convention i believe in October, so hmm. they'll probably reveal that. Mondo's also doing a uh, six-scale Master of the Universe. Oh, jeez. Yeah, Holy so cow. They're really getting into the toy manufacturing. Yeah, apparently. Good on them, though. Their
1: stuff looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, those turtles look friggin' man, those look nice. Ah... <laughs> Making me angry because I really want them now. Oh well, life. Ugh.
0: What else we got? Uh, a couple of rumors. Yeah. Um, on Taobao, I think. Yeah, Chinese auction site Taobao. Mm-hmm. Uh, an image went up, uh, a teaser image of the next masterpiece, supposedly. Mm. Uh, it's Hound. Ah. Okay. Which would make sense. I mean, they've yeah. been doing a lot of Autobots lately, so. True. Might as well do another one. This would be an interesting one to see. Yeah. I'd like to, uh yeah, I bet that would look
1: uh, pretty fantastic. That's pretty cool.
0: Yep. Uh, I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, Hound's cool. He is. I agree. He's got a little hologram projector thing. Yep. Holo lens. He's got Holo lens. <laughs> uh, another rumor. Uh, yeah. next or not next, but a upcoming collectible minifigure series mm-hmm. from Lego is a uh, Lego Disney.
1: Oh, interesting. Like the blind bag stuff. The blind bags. So would these be friends scale? Like all the current Disney minifigures are?
0: That would make sense. Yeah. I mean, all the... You know, although but, I I don't know, you know, you can have a line where it's kind of like itch and scratchy, but it's Mickey. Right, you know, right.
1: Yeah, you'd have all the. So, yeah, would they do like just the standard minifigure with the with the heads or would they try to keep it to the, the friends scale? Because, I mean, they have they have the male character body for friends as well. They could just have the cartoon heads on top of that. Although that might look a little weird. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be the, you know, the
0: classic. Yeah. I I mean, for all these collectible minifigure waves, they've done the classic body. So, yeah, I would imagine they would continue to do so with this one. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see.
1: Mickey, Donald Goofy, Pluto, Minnie, uh, probably Daisy. Who else, uh, who else would you have? I'm trying to think of other kind of like classic Disney characters.
0: Uh, Iron Man. <laughs> Luke Skywalker. Obviously.
1: Uh, maybe like what Pinocchio and, you know, like Snow White. Cinder, well, they already have Cinderella. Yeah, they already did those in the uh, friends. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, see, I would imagine with the the girl characters at least, they would want to keep them at the friends scale. So, like, they probably wouldn't do Snow White as as one of those. Maybe an Oswald that would be pretty cool. Yeah, so. I don't know. I don't know. It will
0: be, we'll be interesting. Yeah. it's. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Always exciting. New collectible minifigures. Uh, Word. The, um, the monsters are next, by the way. I mean, as a reminder. Yes. Which, that's going to be awesome. Um, Let's take care of the suite first before we talk about stuff we got. Um mm-hmm. From at jrt one one three eight, which flavor of Devastator will each uh, will you each be acquiring? Mm-hmm. Hasbro San Diego Comic Con or Takara? I am getting Hasbro. I am getting Takara. That's right, you are, aren't you?
1: Mm-hmm. Now the difference uh between the Hasbro and Takara one is each of them comes with. A weapon, right? Yes. And a couple characters now have elbows where they do not have elbows in the Hasbro release? Yes.
0: Okay. There's more paint detail because Japan doesn't care about paint budgets. Right. And uh, the Devastator head can either be visored or not visored. Oh, okay. Not bad.
1: What's uh, What's the price difference on that?
0: Um, I believe it retails for twenty thousand yen. Well, how much did how much did you pay for it? Uh big bad. It's two twenty US. I've okay. got a I've got a, a pre-order in at HLJ, mm-hmm. where they're charging twenty thousand yen, which is about one hundred sixty bucks US. Okay, uh, but then you got to factor in EMS shipping, <laughs> right? Which is pretty pricey uh which will be about 40 bucks for about that
1: size so it's about 200 yeah. you're looking at about 200 so about an extra 50 bucks yeah because like you can buy the uh hasbro one for 150 on amazon right so an extra 50
0: bucks that's not too bad no i'd, I'd rather have the definitive version in my mind right and so yeah with all the extra paint and stuff like that yeah i'm
1: just being cheap. So that's fine. Not judging you. Plus I will probably end up buying the Takara Bruticus if they do indeed do a new mold. Did
0: did you see that tweet where uh, uh, TF Yuki had that image of G1 Bruticus, but instead of blast off, it had the groove swapped in? Oh yeah, I did see that. So it's kind of hinting.
1: Yeah, yeah. That there will be a new limb, so... If that is the case, I will be getting uh, the uh, Takara Bruticus.
0: I didn't realize is they're doing two versions of Onslaught, by the way. What? Yeah, two different uh, paint color or two different colors. Uh, like initially, toy, toy and show accurate? Yeah. Initially, it's going to be like one is more accurate for Onslaught and the other is more accurate for Bruticus. Oh, Okay. That's so, weird. Because, like, you know how Onslaught—the way it will transform—is that the Bruticus chest plate is actually part of Onslaught the toy. Oh, okay. And so gotcha. the current one they have—it has a brown chest plate. Oh, and and Bruticus' chest plate is silver. Yes. Yes. Mm.
1: Which one's coming out first? The brown one. Ah. Ah. Now I'll probably end up with both. Because that silver, like, as I've pointed out on the show plenty of times, Bruticus is my favorite of the G1 Combiners. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, very iconic to me. One of my favorite G1 toys. And, uh, yeah, that silver chest plate is a very definitive feature of him. So, crap, I'll probably end up buying two of those. Well, I'll just buy the, uh, when it comes out in the U.S., and, you know, I'm going to end up buying a
0: jet blast off as well. Just yeah. Just to have him. I mean, I'm sure that um, Takara will go with the uh, silver chest plate. Oh, yeah. That that would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. Because they care a lot about uh, G1 accuracy. Yeah. Takara,
1: yeah. Because, I, like I said, I will be buying the Takara one because they will very likely have space shuttle blast off. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they will probably have the silver chest plate. Yep. Which is cool. So, hey,
0: maybe I don't have to buy two <laughs> onslaughts. See, that's why I like going with the Takara stuff because, you know. Exactly. They have the definitive version to me. Yes. I can't wait for this. I friggin' love Bruticus. Bruticus is pretty cool. Yep. Yes, he is. Um... Yeah, let's talk about stuff we got recently. I can go first because I got nothing. Oh, even though we haven't recorded for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Uh, yeah, it's, I just been busy. And then, uh, over the weekend, I didn't want to leave, uh, because it's been super hot outside. Ooh, yeah. So I just want to stay indoors the whole time. <laughs> Crazy. Um, I got some things.
1: What did I get? Um, I'll start with a couple little Lego things I got. Um, I got a couple little Lego toys. I got the uh, Lego set four hundred one five five, which is the piggy coin bank—the little red uh, round piggy bank that mm-hmm. we talked about on the show before. Not a big
0: fan. Hmm, that's unfortunate.
1: Not a big fan. It's it's a boring build. And the, uh, the final result is, uh, a toy that's not as cute as it should be. Hmm. You know, I'm thinking back to last year, the seasonal sets, you know, the little Halloween bat and the Christmas reindeer and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Those were, those were all very cute. You know, they were cute little animals. And, uh, this pig, he's, he's not very cute. I mean, I, I like, I appreciate that he has sausages for eyebrows right because he's a pig with with sausage eyebrows but uh yeah i don't know he he didn't really do it for me so you know if you want a lot of red bricks though <laughs> that's pretty much all red
0: bricks how does it function as a uh, piggy bank uh you know
1: you just have a you build a a little slot up on the top and
0: i guess what i'm asking is how much money can you put in before it starts oh. breaking I
1: don't know. I have not put any money in. Mm-hmm. I, get, I mean, Lego bricks tend to hold together pretty well, but obviously coins get heavy pretty quickly. Right. I I think that uh the interior is small enough that you could probably fill it and not have a problem. Okay. Uh the other Lego thing I got is uh Lego set 40153, the birthday table decoration. And this is the little brick-built birthday cake that we discussed on the show that has the uh, little uh, jester popping out of it. Mm -hmm. And then it comes with a bunch of bricks to build uh, all the different numbers for the uh, birthday person's age. And uh, let me tell you, that little set is pretty cool. I actually really like that. Cool. And it's an action feature. The, you, the, you build it, and uh, there's actually a little lever on the back of the cake, and when you push the lever, the gesture, jester jester uh, pops up, and you know the the lid of the cake flips up, and the the jester pops out, and he's got his arms raised in the air. He's all woo, and it's it's really cute, and it's really fun to build, and it's 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 a nice looking set. It's very bright and colorful, and it's just fun to hit that little lever and make him pop out over and over again. So there you go. Cool. Only downside of it is that, uh, the nature of the, uh, springing out mechanism is that, uh, he does not have, uh, any legs. Hmm. You know, creepy. He's just, yes. He's just a torso attached to a lever. And they didn't include any legs? And they didn't include any legs, which seems really strange to me. Yeah. It seems like that something Lego would do was would be at least to toss in a pair of legs so you could, if you wanted to have him outside the cake, you you could. But, yeah, they didn't, which was a little odd. But you know what? It's too cute to have him uh, just in the cake anyway, so I don't see any reason to take him out. Sure. But uh yeah that's a cool set. Uh only 10 bucks but apparently it's uh, getting really hard to
0: find. Yeah it's very popular. I see uh sometimes I go to the Lego store and it's there and sometimes it's not. Yeah if you uh if you happen to show up
1: a time when it's there I, I would recommend picking it up. I know the uh online store is sold out of it. Hmm. So worth uh, worth getting.
0: I don't know. No legs. Um uh, <laughs>
1: Just uh, you know what? I bet if you asked a cashier real nice, they'd let you swipe a, a set of legs from the from the build a minifigure figure island. Hmm. I don't know. I've 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 heard uh, tell of people occasionally just like needing a single piece from the pick a wall, the pick a brick wall, and and the clerk saying, "Yeah, just go, just go ahead and take one." <laughs> You know, if you just need, if you you need one of those little steering wheels, yeah, go ahead, that's fine. I only need uh, one of this uh, Death Star set. Yeah, <laughs> it's you just need the one. Yeah, go ahead, that's that's okay. Um, uh, rest of the stuff is uh Transformers centric, very Transformer heavy, and it's all well, it's not all uh club related stuff. I will tell about the the non club related thing I got. Uh, the Combiner Wars, the, uh, Legends class, uh, Viper, who is the, uh, repaint slash retool of Power Glide into a G.I. Joe, uh, Cobra Viper. Cobra Rattler. Rattler. Yes. The dude's name is Viper. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. The Cobra Rattler. And, uh, I saw him in store the other day and I, you know, I have one, uh, pre-ordered. Well, it's sitting in my pile of loot at Big Bad Toy Store right now, but I saw one in the store at Target and could not resist because it's an official G.I. Joe Transformer crossover, Mm -hmm. uh, toy out on store shelves, which I don't believe there's ever been one before. They've always been like con exclusives. Yep. So this is the first one that's like a mass market kind of thing. It was at Target.
0: Well, I mean, it's not like Hasbro's doing anything with G.I. Joe anyway. Yeah, exactly. So I uh, was just like, yeah, I'll I'll
1: pick one up. And and then I ended up picking up two of them. (laughs) So (laughs) I I now have three of them, which, you know what? Because they're in the fiction. They're kind of drone characters. And I figure that I can have a... A little patrol of three of them to accompany my Serpent OR figure mm-hmm. that I'll be getting later. So I was like, okay, that's, you know, Serpentor can have his little uh, guard of vipers. Sure. So, uh, awesome toy. Awesome, awesome toy. I mean, it's, it's a fun little figure anyway. Uh, you know, even the Power Glide version I really liked, but, uh, it looks so cool with the, uh, the Rattler paint job and, you know, the Cobra Decepticon logo on the chest and everything. So, great little toy. Uh, the other stuff I got, I got the uh, new Transformer Collectors Club uh, subscription figure arrived. Uh, the second one, uh, so far we've gotten Car Zap with the uh, GB Blackrock Creon. And uh, the second... Uh, second subscription figure turned out to be Nacelle, the, uh, one of the two seekers included in this batch of figures. Uh, Nacelle is a repaint of the Botkan thrust figure, I believe. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, the, Big deal with it being uh, the Botcon figure is it's uh, the wings were specially made for for the Botcon and it's in a, a red, white, and blue color scheme, and it's based off of like an old Japanese like promotional image, like right before
0: Transformers came out that they ended up not using at all. So perfect timing, given the holiday that just passed. The color scheme. That's right. Um I was trying to think of something funny.
1: But 4th of July, Day. Independence Day. So I uh sent my nacelle to Bill Pullman to celebrate Independence Day. <laughs> but uh yeah, so I mean it's the Seeker mold we've seen it a million times. It's I'm I'm a sucker for the Seekers though, so I don't mind adding another one to the ranks. Mhm. Um, and also, um, I have not gotten, uh, you know, I, I, uh, purchased a BotCon box set of figures uh, as a non-attendee. They have not shipped those out yet, apparently. Hmm. I certainly have not gotten a shipping notice or anything.
0: That's weird. Yeah. I, uh, when did BotCon finish? It's been, it's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, you'd think they'd start shipping them like a you know, week I after.
1: Should, I should look and see if other people have been getting
0: theirs. Yeah, that seems like a long time, but yeah, I don't know. It's Fun Pub. They it's Fun Pub. They don't yeah. always have their stuff together.
1: I seem to remember them saying uh, that it might take like up to a month after Botcon. for them uh to start sending them out Mm. which might might be the case so i have to flip back through my thousands of emails (laughs) you know all the the registration's open now it's closed now it's open just to find the non-attending but uh hopefully i get those soon but uh they did uh put up all the souvenir sets that did not sell at the show which is all of them yep <laughs> up on their site and uh i i did uh purchase a couple of them i got the uh well we talked about this uh on the show the uh we were very excited about the creon set
0: we yep. did talk about that on the show right yep that's the one set that i wanted to get Okay, did you order it? I did. Okay, cool. I It's waiting at my parents'
1: place. Ah, yes, yes. So, yes, the uh, Creon uh, box set this year is, uh, the theme is Earth's Most Wanted. And you get creons of, uh, well, there is uh, Transformers animated Sentinel Prime, and he comes with a tiny little headmaster figure, who was the... Uh, one of the human villains in Transformers Animated. Uh, you get Dr. Archival, the mad scientist figure. Uh, you get Nightbird, the female robot ninja, the robot Kunoichi, if you will. You get the amazing, I, this is so awesome that they included this in their robot master figure. Which, as I explained, was based on an old Marvel comic. Mm-hmm. You know what is awesome uh, about the Robot Master Creon figure? What's that? Is you know you have him. He's got his bright yellow outfit on, his big red cape. He's got his face with his uh, evil villain goggles on, and uh, you know he's gritting his teeth. He's all angry and shouting about how his robot army will destroy the Earth. He comes with a second head where he's not wearing the goggles and he's freaking out (laughs) because that was, that was kind of the gag in the the comic was that he was just like this little nerdy wimp guy who got off on, on, you know, doing the power play kind of thing. But when there was any actual danger, he starts flipping out and screaming for his life. So Mm -hmm. you can, uh, you can have both of them. Excellent. Which is great. And, uh, the, the, big prize of that set is the uh, Autobot Spike Creon, yes. based off of the G1 episode of the same name. The mishmash hodgepodge, Frankenstein's
0: monster-style Autobot. See, that's a toy I wish uh, FunPub would do. Yeah! Just do, like, a deluxe size Autobot. Spike.
1: I'd be way down for, uh yeah. I mean, you could use, like, the like the, the prowl mo- mold mm-hmm. would be good for it. Or, uh, yeah, the jazz mold. Any of those would be wonderful. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I got that. The other set that I got, I'm, I'm actually just looking to see if they still have everything in stock and show enough they do. Oh, Um, uh, I picked up the Diaclone set. That we talked about, uh, last episode as well. Um, two figures homaging the Diaclone line, which is, of course, the pre-Transformers and a lot of the G1 Transformers came out of the Diaclone line. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have a black repaint of Skids and a red repaint of Hoist. And they have, uh, some paint schemes that are very accurate. To the old Diaclone toys, which is awesome. And, uh, they both look really good in their respective colors. I, I have both of them in robot mode, standing here on my desk looking at me, and, uh, they're pretty great. They're pretty great. I'm, I'm very pleased with this purchase, actually.
0: Okay. So. You don't have the Diaclone drivers, though?
1: Yeah, that's, uh, the. The trade-off is, uh, if you bought them at the show, you got, uh, well, they were repaints of the little, uh, kind of target master figures to act as the, yeah, cause in the diaclone storyline, the robots are not, uh, sentient beings. They are just, uh, mechs that are piloted by, by people. Mm-hmm. So you got a couple target master, uh, figures.
0: Yeah. If you bought the, uh, the, the prime and, Uh, hound set yeah but
1: uh that's okay i don't mind i can in my little world they will uh just be regular old transformers so because that prime and hound set is just they're
0: gonna they're gonna have those for a long time i think they're gonna have all of them for a long time this uh this year was very unsuccessful for them yeah I will, uh, I'll pick up those Waspinators, uh, when they go on clearance.
1: Okay. If they, if they get marked down cheap enough.
0: Yeah, I mean, at I, some
1: point they will be. Yeah, because I, I actually would like to get the Waspinators, but I don't want to pay 170 bucks for them. hmm. But once they, once they get marked down, which they probably will, I will, uh, most likely pick them up. Mm hmm. So. But, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's what I got. Cool. Yeah. Fun stuff. Fun pub. Fun. Yeah, fun pub indeed. Oh, you know what? I'm going to mention this just because I did this earlier this evening before we recorded. I, I pre-ordered a, uh, collectible, I suppose. Not really a toy, but a collectible. Um, Capcom. Announced something tonight. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do not. Capcom announced tonight that they were opening up pre-orders for a limited time for their one-to-one scale wearable Mega Man helmet. (laughs) Made out of nice, durable plastic foam padding on the inside. You know, just like Uh, Mega Man. Just like Mega Man. Uh the ear the little like circle disc things he has over where his ears would be. They light up and it looks beautiful. It's all shiny and, and just gorgeous looking. It's a hundred and fifty bucks. Mm <laughs> but boy it looks really cool and you can wear it and ah uh, So I broke down and pre ordered it. All right so (laughs) i know i know but you know it's it's mega man you know i'm a mega man fan that's what i've heard you know i bet uh i bet the Hoff has one pre-ordered as well
0: oh he doesn't really care about his money no he really doesn't (laughs) that dude that dude will
1: throw his money at at just about well i I say just about but at anything that says mega man on it Mm -hmm. so i'm sure he has one uh pre-ordered but uh yeah, I, I went in for one as well, so it uh, should be cool. It's supposed to uh, ship out this winter, so I'm sure in a couple months I'll be talking about it
0: again on the show. I expect you to be wearing it while we're talking about it. <laughs> I probably will be. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's a show. Cool. Uh, I'm glad your voice held up for the whole thing. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, if you'd like to reach us you can do so on Twitter we're at Podcast. Facebook facebook.com slash points of articulation. email POAPod at gmail.com you can check out our Pinterest page pinterest.com slash P O A Podcast. I'll be putting up images of most of the stuff we talked about on this episode uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes and if you could leave us a review that'd be really cool because you know I don't know reviews help us with iTunes or something I don't know I'm, t- I'm told <laughs> it's important Uh, We're also on Stitcher Radio Thanks for listening everybody And we'll talk to you later When we'll have tons of San Diego Comic Con Stuff to talk about Oh yeah